This week on Show Me Your News, Luigi and Nintendo Direct in the Smash Brothers update, Xbox One's Kinect backpedaling, and Amazon's rumored Android console are discussed. Also, Pokémon's Mega Evolutions and Zelda 2 in the Soapbox segment, Send Me to Heaven is our Hilarity of the Week, and much more. There's no guest this week as we attempt to broadcast in the middle of the week instead of on a weekend. Hey, Gaming World, I implore you to... Show me your news! And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's... Show me your news! Your favorite Super Smash Brothers Brawl podcast from 2007 continues to cover the latest in the video game industry at showmeyournews.com. Now, let's join the show. Welcome! Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko, and I am drinking orange juice at night. Get on my level. I am super, and I'm trying not to laugh. I'm Tony, and I've already clocked in 10 hours of Mario Luigi so far. Yeah. Well, we are part of the SMYN network at showmeyournews.com. And our top stories today for episode 141 of the podcast on Wednesday, August 14th, 2013. We had a, you know, do the Smash updates for the new Smash Brothers game that's going to be coming out in 2014. And we got a new character this week. And wouldn't you know, he also got a game that came out this past couple weeks as well. Also, a new Nintendo Direct. And a game we've been waiting for, at least I've been waiting for, for a long time, is finally confirmed for a Western release. Also, Microsoft did, what, their fourth or fifth 180 on the Xbox One, and this time it involves Kinect. We'll get to that one. Turned around twice Oh, man, I hope they have, like, like, 1080 snowboarding comes out for that. That'd be great. Hey, (laughs) Gamescom's coming up, you never know. And then Amazon has a rumored new Android console. We'll talk about that, if it's a good idea, and so forth. The hilarity of the week this week, it's a game for your phone called Send Me to Heaven. It, Can't wait to look at that, Fresh. It's going to be very interesting. we got some you know, stories that didn't make the cut, some games that are out recently. We get on our soapbox and do some rants. We play a little bit of metagame with a question about a you know, video game debate. And we wrap up the show with some YouTube video recommendations. Guys, how you doing? I'm, I'm doing okay. I want cake now. Yes. <laughs> We did I talk a lot. Cake in a bowl. Did talk a lot about cake and pie. You'll hear that at the end of the show. Yeah, I was hoping that was the Easter egg cake. It's either that or super Easter pie. eggs. Oh, he cracked into cast- a bowl. You make up some cake. I might, I might have to bring some of my some of, some of my cake to the next uh, show. Your news. Your cake concoctions. Well, it's either that or Super talking about how he podcasted an episode of Show Me Your News from the corner of McDonald's. That's true, too. But I think we'll go with cake. Only Tony knew that. But pie. Pie is better than cake. We started off the show episodes of Show News recently with uh, What Are You Playing? You know, a former podcast of the Show Me Your News Network now turned back into what it originally was a a segment of Show Me Your News, where we talk about the latest games we've been playing. Now, we got to keep it really brief. We could go on for minutes and minutes and minutes about games we've been playing, but we have so much to cover now in these episodes, so we 
Got to keep it a little brief. Super, you were not here last time when we started this, so... I was not. Playing. I have been playing a lot of Project M in, in you know, preparation for Nerd Rage, which is this weekend. Um, and I might but, go and I haven't played any of it. <laughs> but you'll have a crash course with me, and then you'll have to play like some of the people I bring along, and it'll be fun. Okay. Sure, fun. <laughs> yeah, nah, sure. Ah. Uh, but uh, no, I've actually uh, been playing some... I've been on a Zelda kick for a while. I think you leave on one of our last episodes. I mentioned it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Pokemon White. Ah. I beat Pokemon White. Really weird. It uh, is a, a different kind of ending to a Pokemon game, that's for sure. Yeah, and I haven't really gone east yet. Hmm. So I ran into one trainer at level who had level 65 Pokemon, and my Pokemon were generally level 50, and I ruffle-stomped him. <laughs> Funny how that works. Yeah, I, I thought about it for a split second. I went, you know, it actually makes sense. My Pokemon have, you know, all the EVs uh, kind of worked up, so yeah. they're more on par with computer-controlled level 65 Pokemon. But that Gestus fight was bull. Yeah. Oh my god, that was just not fun. That high dragon. Yeah, that. Incredible. I I don't even know what, I'm like, what is this thing? I've never seen it before. I looked it up later on, I'm like, he's got that thing evolved ten levels before it should be. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I know Pokemon does this sometimes, but ten levels? Yeah, I think if you even go back and listen to, uh... You know, when we were discussing uh, Pokemon White when it first came out, I think it was the episode with Master Wuggles. Mm. And uh, we were saying, like, yeah, that last boss fight, that was dumb. Yeah. It was, like, super dumb. And I had no idea what Dragon was. Mm. I didn't know his type. I knew he was Dragon. But it turns out he's Dark Dragon. I thought he was a flying type. So I wasn't using my fighting moves with my fighting Pokemon because I didn't think it was going to work on him. Mm. Whoopsie! (laughs) My team had three super strong fighting types on it. Oops. My Lucario could have trashed him. Could have. Nope. Didn't have a single clue what it was. So instead, I just kept kept my Samurott out there and just like, just Aquatail the bastard. And instead, he just used all these crazy... High-powered special moves. I didn't even know what was going on. He like, one-shot his blast. Focus blast comes like out of nowhere for yeah. Hydreigon. <laughs> and like he had focus blast, and he freaking one-shotted Zekrom. <laughs> and I'm just staring at him and going, "Why did you need these legendaries? Yeah, just walk around this place. You'll destroy everyone anyway." Mm. I'm, I'm kind of saying. Like how the uh, the Elite Four was structured, that was like very different with how it was done in that, games past. That was yeah, that was much smarter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I totally agreed with the types they chose. Well, yeah. Like I believe it was just like that 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 end of the spectrum. Everyone's like, I think it was just Ghost, Psychic, and Dark, and Fighting, yeah, and Fighting. And I'm just like, there's that spectrum done. You really only needed one type to deal with all three of them. Yeah. All four of them. And I'm just like, all right, just use dark type for, well, the dark ghost and psychics because most of the time, dark versus dark is all right. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, you bring a fighting type to deal with the, well, dark. Yes. And being a fighting type to deal with some of the other fighting types if you don't have a flying type, because you know what? Fighting types are still strong. Yeah, but, I mean, they make you choose which one you fight in which order. They're all the same levels. Okay. Uh, you get to save and go back and, you know, grind some more before you prep for the end game with the final boss and stuff like that. That design was really smart, and I kind of commend mm-hmm. them. Doing that, I, sh- I should mention I lost to uh end the first time mm-hmm. due to some serious bull, some serious, serious bull. <laughs> like, I had him in the bag, I was trashing him, and then all of a sudden, just crit, crit. Oh, oh this Pokemon has sturdy. Oh, by the way, he ret- he responds by critting you, kills every single one of my Pokemon, Jeez. and I'm just like, what's going on here? <laughs> and then it's like the last Pokemon, we're going, and like, I attack the first turn, I attack the first turn, I attack the first turn. Last hit. I'm like, all right, I got this. No big no big deal. He crits me, and he goes first. <laughs> I'm like, what just happened? And that had been happening to me all throughout the game. Like, okay. whoever went first kept switching in mid-battle. I didn't mm. know what was going on. Invisible trick room. I, I don't know. Like, were, was I just going up against Pokemon who had the exact same speed stat as I did? Hmm. I, I couldn't figure out what was going on, but that was the biggest mystery, and I still haven't figured it out. In white, I'm just not attacking first sometimes, and then I'll suddenly attack first. That's, it's not priority moves. That's really weird. Yeah, I, I am, I'm guessing that, you know, since I try to keep my Pokemon all around the same level, because white almost forces that generation <laughs> five. Yeah. With the such little experience for higher level Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I tried to keep them all similar, so when I was going up against people, I had generally the same, you know, generally the same. Mm-hmm. And, uh, God, I I don't know if I mentioned this before on any of the other podcasts, but I generally bring eggs in with from previous generations. Yeah. And I actually got an egg from my Blaziken from my Emerald run. Hmm. Yeah, and I brought him with me to Unova, and it had the worst nature. Oh. Down speed. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. His speed was his second worst stat. That's bad. That's horrid. For, for a firefighting, that's really bad. Yeah. I, I'm like, why didn't I just choose Embor? Yeah. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. So, you've been playing Project M, Legend of Zelda, Pokemon White, anything else? Uh, one other thing that I'm going to probably say for my soapbox, but I'll say I've been playing it right now. The Legend of Zelda Link's Adventure. Hmm. Huh. I have quite a history with this game, and it's not a good history. And Wait, I- now... I'm I'm kind of blanking here. Is this Zelda two or is this a series? It is Zelda, Zelda two. Okay, I was say you didn't you didn't throw the two in there, and I'm like, Wait, yeah. <laughs> well, I believe right. it doesn't have the two in its name, does it? I don't. Remember. Does it? I don't think so. I thought it, it did. No, you might be right. I think it does. I think it does. Okay. That's Zelda two. Zelda two, sure. which is fucking funny if you look at the timeline. Yeah. yeah. It's like no, the very it's the very last game in one of the timelines. I don't mean to F-bomb, I've done two other podcasts this week and I've been allowed to curse, so sorry about that. That's <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah. It's cool. I think, we, I think we gotta loosen up a little bit if we gotta bring in viewers again. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Tom. 
This yeah. is what are you playing anyway? Like in show me. Oh, so anyway. this segment is fine. <laughs> I don't yeah. care. Whatever. Yeah, um, that's basically the end of it. Okay, so you'll save that for your soapbox here, Tony. What are you playing? I'm uh, sorry. What are I, you fucking playing? <laughs> I've been uh, I finished Kirby's Dreamland two, which is pretty much Kirby's Dreamland, but you can have copy abilities and you ride animals for some reason. It is oh. a cute little game. And it was really, it's like the hardest one to 100%, so I didn't, and I just watched the ending on YouTube. Huh. But It's the hardest I, one, so I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I had to go back to every level and find a thing, and I'm like, I don't really want to do that. For this one, it's just a little Game Boy game. And uh, I started uh, Superstar, which I, I like how that game is, and I know it's a lot of people's favorite, but I kind of don't like how segmented it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's really fun. I have with another person? No. Oh, are you playing Ultra? Yeah. Well, no, oh. no. Oh. But I yeah, have Ultra. No. I've like found it in my closet. And I didn't even know I had it. I'm like, oh. You should probably play Ultra. I'll probably play it on uh, the collection and then just play what's different, you know, on Ultra. Well, you have to unlock what's different on Ultra by playing the other ones. Well, that's a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm telling you to play on Ultra. Uh, I also. Uh, I've, I've known about this, but Kirby's Avalanche is pretty much Dr. Robotics' Mean Bean Machine. Oh, mm-hmm. and, There's uh, another couple of them in there. Yeah, well, I looked. I'm like, whatever. I, I wonder what that's like. And uh, I didn't know, because Kirby characters don't talk in the series pretty much at mm-hmm. all. And uh, in between levels, Kirby and friends trash talk each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I immediately went to buy it on Virtual Console when I found that out. <laughs> <laughs> And that's pretty Gotta get silly. That, that Kirby. And when uh yeah, and when they uh like go to the next like character, there's like a little voice acting like it's like Poppy Brothers Senior like <laughs> in the SNES. Poppy Bros. Poppy Brothers Senior. I was just like, that's just great. I love just the I, I love the game itself because I'm that's like the only puzzle game I'm good at. But I'm, I love all the little little bits like that. Shoot, we never did fight. Oh, we didn't. We never got to. Uh, but uh, other than that, I'm playing Mario and Luigi, and I'll wait till recent releases to talk more about that. But I've, mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, ten hours. It's fun. I look at ten out of ten. I wore that shirt yesterday. Nice. Uh, uh, I am playing Ace Attorney of Justice for All HD. I beat that. Uh, it was about as good as I remembered it. It's not my favorite. I don't think it's the best in the series. I think that's Trials and Tribulations. I know the Buzzsaw uh, enjoys Justice for All the most. I mean, it, it's good. The end case does have, you know, that drama to it. But it has the... it has the big top. Mm. It has the circus as its oh, third so that's case. The... Is that the one with uh, where you see Young Phoenix? No. That's, that's Trials and Tribulations. That's Trials and Tribulations. Okay, that's my favorite from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. That one's a, just a great everything oh, in general. It, it is a great everything. So Justice for All is the one that ends with the Matt on guard case. Oh, yeah. So, that so that's got some great drama. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, what the first case is where you meet Maggie Bird. Uh, and that's a rather forgettable case overall. Then it goes to the Karain channeling. With uh, you meet Pearl. There's Aunt Morgan. There's Eeny Miney. That's a pretty good case. I forgot how good that case was. 
I mean, I played it before. I kind of remember the twists and turns, but it's just like, oh yeah, that's a that's a good one. Then the circus happens. The circus is the low point of the series, pretty much. Uh, most people agree yeah, with that. Right. Although it wasn't as bad as I remember it, but it's still pretty bad. Well, that's because you ran through it because you knew what to do. I yeah. recall seeing you on stream, yes, struggling with that case yeah, because it didn't make any sense where you were go- supposed to go next. Mm-hmm. It's like that's once true. you once you already have that kind of memory built in, even if it's been a while. You're just kind of like, okay, I kind of remember what I need to do next. I kept trying to do something. There was like a, a paper in a coat pocket. And it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, it's there. Oh, well, we should leave it alone. It's not polite to do that. I'm like, nope, take it. Take it. <laughs> and the game wouldn't let me until like the right point. So, But now I'm starting uh, Trials and Tribulations HD. Yeah, that's the one that starts with... Uh, it's the best, the best tutorial case out there and I know they have to do this only things like oh check the court record because they assume if you know new people might be starting to play but young Mia Fey as a defense attorney defending young Phoenix and that is a game where like every case matters and builds up until the end it tells a coherent story it's fantastic which like none of the other games do that I mean Apollo Justice does a little bit but everything builds up to that last case in Trials and Tribulations it's fantastic can't wait to continue it. Also, a show on the Show Me Your News Network called Read the Manual opens in their theme by saying the Show Me Your News Network is very hesitant to present. So, by borrowing that phrase, I am very hesitant to play Pikmin 3. Uh, it arrived via Gamefly Why? last weekend. Uh, it, you know, I, I give kudos to Gamefly, actually. I got it a week after it was released. That's it's pretty impressive for that service. You haven't... Wait. So I ha- touch I have it video. sitting there, and I have not played it. Because I was so bad at the first Pikmin. If you guys remember watching... This one's a lot harder, too. So it's even harder. Great. That, that makes me feel really more encouraged to play this game. No, I, honestly, I was so bad at playing the first Pikmin... You know, a, a year ago. It was uh, the fifth anniversary. I played a little bit of Pikmin. And I just, I don't know. I think if I try playing it and I fail miserably, and so many sminges have beaten Pikmin 3 already. It's like, I beat Pikmin 3. I beat Pikmin 3. I beat Pikmin 3. And I'm like, I, I, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I still think you need to. It's something completely off, but at the same time, it's like, you need to beat the game. I guess so. But that's sitting there. I haven't played it yet. Uh, maybe next time I will I can talk about it. There's a catharsis to it. I, I guess. It's like, I I I'm it. so I'm ba- I'm bad at strategy games. I know. I'm not either. I enjoy watching the hell out of Pikmin, though. But I, I know I couldn't play them very well. Mm-hmm. Tony's a surprise when it comes to strategy. You never know when he might just take off and catch you in midair <laughs> Tony takes off like a 747 in some games you think there's no strategy in football he'll show you different <laughs> Pow! Oh that's what you're <laughs> referencing Yeah. well let's get to our smash update here uh, the big one was Luigi being announced uh, and that was during the Nintendo Direct which we'll get to very soon uh, but you know, the big thing which it's like oh it's a big surprise the character that's been in every installment is going to come back <laughs> in the year of Luigi yeah. Right. Well, Sakurai even says so, and we'll you know look through some of the bigger uh, 
post that he did on, on Miiverse here. But he even had a real pick of the day. Luigi joins the battle. In prior games, we've never introduced Luigi before release, but why not? It's the year of Luigi, after all. Yeah, mm-hmm. also, he has a game coming out. And is it interesting, to, or is it just me, that this seems to be the case lately with some of these reveals? I mean, we got Olimar out of nowhere. But, oh, wait, Pikmin 3 is coming out. Well, Mario and Luigi comes out, and it's the year of Luigi, so let's put in Luigi. I mean, do we put any stock into this? If so, you know, who's the next character to be released? What's the next Nintendo game coming was, out? Uh, I'm the wonderful wah I actually know that's that's a pretty good one. I think we might actually see uh, Wonderful Red or whatever his name is. Maybe he'll be his just trophy. Wonder Red. Wonder Red. I just think Luigi just has the best art now. Mm-hmm. Where he looks Luigi. like he's breaching like a dolphin or a whale. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi's the best. Luigi uh, the best. Luigi the best. Luigi is the best. Well, let's look at some of these pictures here in our Smash update. Uh, the first one on August 5th. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't expect Sakurai to show off graphical clipping glitches. But there's Samus with the Kirby head. Yeah. Well, no, he, he did that earlier with uh, one of the in Brawl. With a snake with a Kirby head. I guess. but And you can see Kirby, his snake's head looking. Kirby's in half of these pictures. He's so... F- <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, did you know I made Kirby? <laughs> did you, you get it? I made Kirby. Um, you also have the uh, Pilot Wings stage that looks to be revealed for Wii U. Yep. Now this is influenced seemingly by the Super Nintendo version of pilot wings, but we get the uh, aerial shot on the sixth, and then today actually we get a shot with the plane, and you get Link and Samus on it. I don't know. I mean, it seems to be I'm, like a moving stage, maybe. Maybe I so by turned. looking at it, it looks like you're just it looks like you're just gonna be around in that plane, which makes me think to myself, Venom. Venom, maybe, maybe also a little bit of a uh, Delfino Plaza. I I nah. don't think that they'll land anywhere. I see Woohoo Island over there, uh, but sure. I don't think he'll be landing over there. I think he'll just be flying around, and this is going to be a very Venom-like stage with the, you know, fighting on the biplane's wings, and that's I, I like, like that shape, mm-hmm. and I like I liked Venom. But a lot of people, especially in the competitive community, saw that as walls. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's interesting you point out Woohoo Island. That's a really good, you know, thing to point out. I mean, because we saw the the Super Nintendo version of Pilot Wings, then Pilot Wings 3DS, I believe, was you going around Woohoo Island. Mm-hmm. So that would make sense. But then again, this is the whole thing with like the console game is going to have the console, you know, stages, and then the Handheld is the uh, the handheld stages. Just like, for example, on the 12th, we see, you know, the 3DS version gets Gerudo Valley from Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, and a fire has broken out. Maybe it's an item? Maybe. I don't know. I They didn't have a fire breakout in that game. Nope. Unless they're doing something like borrowing from PlayStation All-Stars where they're combining <laughs> stages... Yes, combining Gerudo Valley with hell. Exactly. 
Actually, it reminds me of the Pokemon Stadium, like, fire-type uh, stage. A little bit, yeah. I'm sorry. I just can't stop laughing at August 13th's picture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gooey bombs are back. No, that's well, that, the crash no, that's, bomb. Yeah. What? It that's works a like a gooey bomb. bomb. Mega Man's crash bomb. That's a good point. And I'm just looking at it. Well, and I'm, I'm, just... I'm happier that it's that as opposed to gooey bombs. Weren't those fun? Yeah, those were I, fun, I, dude. Oh. Yeah, they were. Mm, it was fun to throw it on someone, but then it just became like someone rushing at the other person. I'm just like, I just kind of like the sound of it sticking to someone, but at the end, I'm just like, yeah. I wish it was more of a kind of incendiary weapon where you kept taking damage like a flower on your head rather than a giant explosion that was probably going to kill you at like 60%. What's Unless, of course, the... you knew. Go ahead. Uh, no, I said it first. Oh. You go ahead. Okay. Uh, the, f- uh, the fun thing to do is go in training mode and just make three of them appear and throw them on the computer and they just kind of <laughs> at like different <laughs> angles and die. I haven't yeah. thought of that before. Training yeah. mode's fun with that crap. I hate in Brawl you can only make three Pokeballs appear. Because oh, yeah. in Melee you can make like 12 or something, a lot. I think it was like eight or something, but then you could just keep on spawning them after going, afterhand, afterwards. It's really look at Rush's face. Yeah. He's like, oh, that it's happened. Just, he's just kind of like, and he left me here to die. Well, it's good to see Luigi things come back. You know, that looks to be the up top, the hoo ha he hey hoo. Mm-hmm. And uh, then yeah, you also have close. the meteor from the down mm-hmm. pot. I didn't That's... know that was a meteor. I, th- I thought it was a spike. Could be a meteor, though. Uh, this, uh, this, these, these semantics. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Super important. Whichever it is. Super important in the yeah. competitive scene. I, I, I know. No one's gonna fucking go for the taunt to kill somebody. Although Yo, that'd be great if I it totally did. would. I know there's a really good Project M Zelda who uh, combos with side taunt. Hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, let's point out this one as well, showing the excuse me the size discrepancy between Kirby and Olimar. Kirby's eight inches high according to Sakurai, and Olimar is a little over an inch. Well, look at that. Olimar is, is rather, rather bigger taller. than Kirby. So all the people who said that Ridley cannot be in Smash because he's too big, look. Shut up. J- just all I have to say is Bowser the entire Mario franchise. Yeah. Yeah. I think in one of the Mario Party games, he j- just drank a potion and he grew, and I'm like, that's how he does it. Also, yeah, that's Mario Charizard, Party the Charizard texture of Ridley. Yeah. Yep. That looked really good. It it works. Has anyone ever made a Jontron Kirby texture? <laughs> That's a good question. I also, we fit trainer, we, we don't even know. Yeah, that was a that was a day in which we had a uh an update. That sure was a thing. I don't know. I think it's you know, so far one of the more interesting couple weeks of images. I mean we've got some Kind of good information from it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it comes from the Nintendo Direct where at the end of it, Luigi was revealed. Well, what a shocker. Luigi's going to be in Smash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, I mean, let's you know, talk about some of the, the, I guess, the finer points of the Nintendo Direct. It starts off with Sonic Lost World coming out second to Wii U and 3DS. And that the 3DS version is going to be different and there's going to be co-op. Yeah, and you can use it as a player 2 on the Wii U for yeah, when you create mm. these vehicles. 
Oh, do you think when the game's coming out, they'll announce Sonic and Smash Brothers? I'm not kidding. Actually, I, I, no, I was so going to far, say that earlier. It's probably going to happen. Yeah. That'd be great. I would definitely say that uh, that'll go. that's going to happen. Well, because we think Sonic's more likely than Snake, right? Yeah. Especially yeah. after the whole Kiefer business? I mean... Yeah, that's all in the air. Like, especially if the Kiefer thing is a ruse, because then you'd have to, you'd have to come out and do something about that. Right. Uh, he okay. just patched Smash Brothers, like, himself. He'd just go into Nintendo and switch the voices. <laughs> uh, Rayman Origins, the Mario, Mario and Luigi costumes, that does not make up for the delay for that game. I'm sorry, it's not good enough. That that app even not good enough. We needed that. It's cool back. though. We needed that game back in February. The Wii U needed that game back in February. Yeah, even if you were gonna port it, like still, mm-hmm. like it was done. Yeah, uh, it is nice to see they are adding things to it. I wanted to say real quick about Sonic Lost World. I just read a a little interview with the the writer of the game, and he said that they, like he's written uh, Colors and Generations, him and another guy. And he <laughs> he's said they weren't like fan fiction. No, so. yeah, no, he uh, he uh. They said he said that they didn't really get a chance to really write their own story to that because it was already in place. And with Lost World, they got to do whatever they wanted. Mm. And he said Eggman was like a buttload of fun to write for. So I'm sure. looking forward to Lost World a lot. Art it Academy be fun. Yeah, definitely. Art Academy Sketchpad is already out now on eShop. Uh, it's the little app that you could do drawing. They have a, another Art Academy game that's going to be a more full fledged game coming out for Wii U later, but. Do they get the uh, ad app now? I, I want to make a joke about casual and you know, like hardcore and something like that. <laughs> but the more I think about it, the more I kind of want that game. Yeah, it makes great I stuff suck at first. drawing. I suck at drawing. And I think about this game, I'm like, you know, just just having a kind of a fully fragile little, little, little studio on my 3DS. That, I don't think I'd hate that. You know what they I, I would hope that they were gonna make a thing that like teaches you to draw too later. Yep. Yeah. With that said, you know what I hope they teach you to draw? That turtle in all of the art, you know, lesson pamphlets or whatever that they send out to you, and if you can send yeah. it back with this turtle, you're <laughs> you're enrolled in school. What? You just to draw that turtle. Do you not know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking no. about. At least at least someone does. Okay. And then, like, the few <laughs> listeners out there are like... Strong, you just, but it's a Koopa. <laughs> <laughs> just do that and, like, do I pass? Am I good enough? Uh, Mario and Luigi Dream Team, that is out now. Tony. Luigi yeah. Tony's excitement. We'll get to talk about that later in the Out Recently segment. Pokemon Rumble U, I've never been a fan of the Rumble series or just really any... Spin-off that has looked unnecessary because, let's be honest, Snap is great. Uh, Puzzle League or Puzzle Challenge is also pretty great for a Tetris Attack port. But you get the finally the near-field communication uh, you know, sort of feature on the Wii U gamepad with the 18 Pokemon that are going to be sold as little toys at GameStop. Uh, so, it August- so, Skylanders. Exactly. You know, finally... They they used the Pokemon idea for like the worst thing. I I think Rumble U would not be the first thing or like the thing that you use to capitalize on Pokemon toys. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. It says out August 29th for the Wii U eShop. Makes it sound like it's a digital only release. I don't know. That wouldn't make sense if you sell the toys at GameStop. Like, for what game? Or you gotta buy it on you know, digital. Yeah. Hmm. That's actually a good point. Yeah, that's weird. Summer I'll... Carnival 92 Rekka. I don't remember that. that. Oh, wait, yeah, dude. That was like some old Japanese arcade hard game. Yeah. That's really rare. That they're like, we're putting yeah. on Virtual Console. And I'm like, cool. Same with Wario Land 3 and then wait, Super Mario Bros. Summer Carnival 92 Rekka. Apparently a, a shooter. Kind of like a Galaga-ish style that was apparently really difficult and really rare. Hmm. And Mario Brothers 3 to both. The Wii U and 3DS eShop. Yeah, definitely. Oh, interesting. Decaf points out in the twitch.tv slash show me your news chat. Uh, Rumble U is digital only and $15. Wow. That well, kind that's of, good at least. It piques my interest a little bit more. I was going to say, I mean, because they had Rumble Blast on 3DS that was a full-fledged release, $40. I'm like, mm, no thanks. But now that kind of seems interesting. Uh, big news for me, you know, when I played the Professor Layton games, it's good to see that Azran Legacy, the sixth game in the Layton series, the final Herschel Layton chapter, is going to be out in 2014. Uh, Finally. I do, have a, I do have a bit of a question about that. Sure, yeah. It's the Professor Layton series. It's the final Herschel Layton game. Mm-hmm. And everyone calls it the final Herschel Layton game, which makes me wonder, why is everybody getting the idea that there's going to be a... Professor Layton 7 with not out Herschel Layton? Well, because there are other characters. You have Luke Triton, who's kind of grown up along the way he could become an adult and continue the legacy not, and all that. He's not Professor Layton, though. It's the series. No. Well, they'll call it something else, yeah. But it's the end of his story. It's like Metal Gear Solid's like, continuing, Professor... but without Solid Snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Snake's the a code name. Unless yeah. we find out in Nazran Legacy that l- the name Layton is passed on. Oh, snap. It's, it's just it's like, it's just a way to say his story will be over, mm-hmm. but they're going to make more because they like money. Which is yeah. kind of weird because like this is the equivalent of Star Wars Episode Three, where this is the end of the prequel trilogy that comes after the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. So it's not like the end of Herschel Layton's but, timeline. But good. It, but good, absolutely, like definitely good. I'm just trying to use the chronology I know. Uh, comparison there. However, Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney. Yes, 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 finally localized release in 2014. This game was revealed before our Yomacon 2010 panel in November 2010. It came out at the end of 2012 in Japan. So it's hmm. it's really good to see it coming over. And Do you like how they did it? And they were like, well, that's all we got at the Nintendo Treehouse. And it was like, objection. Well, see, here's the thing. I was, uh, I was following along with it on Twitter because I was at work. Mm-hmm. And so I knew the news before it happened. I'm like, all right, how are they going to do it? I, I think it was a good way of doing that. Although I would have been way more hyped and way more surprised if I were watching it live. Yeah, uh, Wind Waker HD, uh, much hype for the game. It's kind of disappointing they didn't confirm anything like the new difficulty, but they showed how changing the wind direction 
has changed to make it a lot better. That's that's good. And uh, I think I don't know if it was in this one, but I remember in some footage, and I don't think we talked about it, was Link opening a treasure chest and getting a shard of the Triforce. So I'm yeah. like, yeah. that's different and yeah, probably they, in a better way. They've definitely streamlined that, and that's gonna I think make a lot of people happy. Yeah, good. I might actually beat the game. Mm-hmm. Link Between yeah, Worlds for Legend of Zelda. It's got a Shadow World. The yes. uh, the Overworld is the same from Link to the Past, which is interesting. But the Shadow World is not the Dark World, so it's different. And he does the whole thing going on the walls and slipping through cracks that ch- take him to this Shadow World. Uh, and then yeah, Luigi and Smash. So it was a pretty good Nintendo Direct. Yeah, it was nothing really new or groundbreaking. It was just no. like here's some stuff. The director's cut for uh, the trailer for Wonderful 101 is actually really fun to watch. That's right. They did have a Wonderful 101 Direct a couple days later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like 20 minutes long, and the uh, movie trailer thing is like 10 minutes. Mm. It's uh, it's something. It's uh, I would definitely recommend watching it if you've got like 10 minutes. I'll have to do so. I know that's a game that a lot of people are really getting into, and I just haven't had the time to you know, sit down and see what all what it's all it's about. Confused, it's confused the crap out of me since it started. I'm like, <laughs> what what is this? What even is this? And then it keeps going, and I keep seeing like co-op elements, and then like moves on, and then you've got a whole bunch of people with you, and I'm like, I still don't know what's going on. And then I thought so it was being made by Platinum Games. I'm like, oh, that's why I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's the Japanese. It's like one of those things where it's like, you need to play it. Like, mm. Final Fantasy is like that with me, where I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And then I played it, and I'm like, oh. I want to say one thing about the trailer and the game is that, like, there seems to be a lot of plot relevance around this Luca character. And I feel like that's a terrible decision because his voice actor kind of sucks. <laughs> Interesting. Why do you always make child characters with sucky voice actors? Mm. Just use Izzy from Digimon. That's Best. a that's, that's all the time. That's a that's a yeah. great voice actor. It's a great child. It's a, it's a great child voice. Hmm. Heck, uh, even like. Ty would be good. I mean, it's always the same voice when they tr- do that voice, but still, it would work. I just, 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 just all, all the Digimon. Yeah, all of the Digimon. I don't just know. Just the Agumon, just everybody. Yeah. Hey, Ty. I, I, How you I, doing, I just can't Ty? remember anyone else's except for Ty's and Izzy's. Like, no one else's voice sticks with me, but Izzy and Ty always stick with me. I always remember Patamon saying, Take Ty! <laughs> Yeah. I can't remember that. I'm sorry. Hmm. I failed you. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> it sounded like you were walking away. <laughs> do, 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 doing the, the Hulk play the, hitchhiking. Play the, yeah, the sad Hulk music. Yeah. About to say. <laughs> Let's go from Hulk Green to Microsoft Connect. Yeah, that, that worked somehow. Nope. <laughs> Microsoft has done yet another 180. This time it's about the functionality and required nature of Connect on Xbox One. How does this keep happening for Microsoft? It's pretty inconceivable at this point. Are they really that desperate and they're trying to recoup, you know, broken image and potential lost sales 
They're like, please, please, we'll do anything. We'll make ourselves more like the PlayStation 4. Is that what you want? Mm. Okay, you're, wor- you're worried about this, this camera that you think may be spying on you. Okay, you can, you can turn it off completely. In fact, we can now disconnect it from the system. Oh, what's that? It used to be a required element of the system. In fact, you know, people were making web comics that were saying, you know, our camera is non-negotiable and all of that. That's, you know, Penny Arcade there. However, now that the system can work without the connect, gives the player the option to disconnect it entirely, turn it off entirely. Of course, you know, connect required features will require connect. And you and still have to buy it. Exactly. That's the kicker. It still comes with every system. I'll just throw that thing aside if you feel like it, I guess. So, What do you make of this, guys? What gets me is they were so like, this is the future, internet and connect always on, and they backpedaled from everything. And I'm like, clearly it wasn't that essential. If you guys Mm -hmm. were that, like, if every game isn't implemented with these things, clearly this was just you guys just being jerks. Mm Mm-hmm. That's my take. You know, I'm going to catch flack for this. And I know I am. That's cool. But the more I think about it, the more I would have rather they hadn't done the 360 step back. Because I've been thinking about this generation and how much it's been pissing me off. Because how many games come out multi-platform? And, you know, that's a good thing on one hand. But, like why don't we actually have different experiences with our systems? Mm-hmm. And These two are so the, similar now. Yeah, it's just like, I can't... I agree. It's like, you're really only talking exclusives as far as games are concerned. And that sounds like great, but you can't do exclusive experiences anymore. Well, I and feel like the, that's it, probably always been about the same, even with Genesis and Super Nintendo, well, even. No, because, you know, they each had their different... Their different uh, Kind of big things about them. One has a bad sound chip. <laughs> yeah, one has a bad sound chip, but like there was things that Genesis could do that the Nintendo couldn't, and Genesis uh, it's ex- does. What Nintendo don't, and and then, then PS2 you know, which, and Xbox. When you got to, but then you had pretty much. You could well, you had up your GBA to it, but that's about yeah. it. Yeah, the N64 and the PlayStation. You know that was, yeah, that was the different. most different. It was like the big difference generation. And to be honest, I enjoyed that generation the most because of all the different experiences you could do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're becoming so much more like streamlined and generalized that, you know, as I've been thinking about it, I really don't like all these backpedals and changes. Now, with the whole Connect thing, that's the only one that's actually made me happy because it's kind of like, you didn't need to do like the all these needs to be connected. That didn't need to be, but having it always with you and having it the option with you and having all those features for when it did, when it was plugged in, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Good on that. And the more I think about the 24 online ping thing, you know, I thought that would have been probably, you know, a good thing to keep going for. Just dial back all the bad things that happen if you can't get that ping. Right. Because you might get an internet outage in your area, but you still you want to play games. might be a soldier. That's true. Yeah, you might be a soldier. It's just kind of like, but if you're a soldier, play PlayStation. You know, that's just or don't it. just detriment like 
the experience like completely like it doesn't work like you can't yeah. play games if it was something like oh you get new maps every day or we constantly yeah. patch things and that's cool but if it's like if you can't play anything or they're mystical like the cloud helps us complete you know the game processing or whatever yeah just even if you have to lock out certain services in a game at least give them the core experience and this brings me back, it's like, but as long as you aren't taking away things, you know, that don't need the online aspect to be made better. Mm. It's kind of like, hey, I just want to play the single player campaign, you know, just have me ha- have some options that make that. So whatever you need it online for to make the single player work, just take those features away and I'll work with what I got. You know, mm-hmm. just have some, you, you have giant teams i'm sure you can figure this out yeah but you're freaking you know, microsoft now now, making now we're bad getting, OS's for years <laughs> yeah. now we're just getting to the point where i'm sad that all these features are going away and all these things are going away because i'm just like what if we had these features what could they have done I now agree. we're just getting well, and now we're just getting like now we're just getting PlayStation 4 and Xbox 1 which was is just sounding like look the PS3 or Xbox 360 what's the difference uh the exclusive games well That's could it. could uncharted have worked on the Xbox 360 yes it might not uh, have looked this it no 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 it well, might yeah, not have yeah, looked this okay. perfect or something like that but it could have been on it could have been on multiple discs and all of that business and it still would have worked on the 360 and everyone knows that I just want a game that you could go, okay, yeah, I can agree no, with that. yeah, it's like, I, I just want a game, a game systems where it's like, no, I need this on the Xbox One, or I need this on the PlayStation 4, or Nintendo's got the right idea here, and that's that really, yes. and that's creating an experience that is new and fresh, and that's what Nintendo does. They don't always come up with the most innovative ideas, especially with their main IPs, mm-hmm. like Galaxy was just basically, you know, the same formula for for uh, Super Mario 64. In space. It's just, yeah, <laughs> it's in space. So, you know, that's not evolving, but, you know, some of the other games that they're trying out evolve. So what I'm trying to say here is that I'm getting really sick of the PlayStation and Xbox things because they're all ending up the same. I think you're saying, like, oh, I might catch a lot of flack for it, but I think it's really legitimate. And you got to remember that well, These you know how are... defending at Microsoft goes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're just a fanboy. You're an apologist. You're sitting here telling us that, like, constantly pinging so your games go away is a bad thing. You're saying the general idea behind some of the things they could have done with it is a good thing because it's mm-hmm. different. But and that's do... a completely legitimate point. But do remember that these are patches. These. 180 turns that they're doing, they're all patches in their day one update, which means. It's going to be big. It is going to be big. Now, I don't know about Nintendo big. I don't know, maybe, you know, update, maybe like but... installing a game on a PS3 big. <laughs> Something like that. But remember, if they think... can be patched out, they can be patched right back in at a later time. Do you think yeah. that if, uh, since you, it needs to patch it, and then without the patch, you need to connect to, like, have the system to work? Do you have to hook up the connect just so you can download the patch? Probably. To take Probably. it off? <laughs> yeah. Most likely, yeah. Click, um, it, click it in, and then when you try to do it, take it out, it goes, I can't let you do that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it turns into a red eye and all that. There is the interesting thought that mm-hmm. maybe this is building up 
so that they can take the connect out of the system and thus decrease the price so that they can try to be more competitive with the PlayStation 4 Guaranteed which has you. which has gone which has you know gone the uh, optional camera route yeah and it's fine that this is actually a terrible idea for Microsoft now they've done the stupid thing in trying to force connect on everybody when it worked so so well this past you know current generation oh yeah what connect games were really Stand out great games aside from the dancing ones? Well, that's right. What was sports? You think sports was if you think sports was like the highlight, that's that's pretty sad. It might have been. <laughs> exactly. Like it it was that what's week the, because what's... it was optional to a point then when they tried to force it in, you know, to the system bundle, you know, nobody really cared. There wasn't that great standout title aside from the dance games, and that's it. And this this connects. Oh yeah, galactic dance off. <laughs> hey, Han Solo. I'm Han Solo. But if you think about it this way, by making connects now optional, and if you do make a move where you know Xbox One will be sold without connect, what faith are you placing in these game developers now? It's going to be mm-hmm. a repeat of history. And if you look at the tech in this thing, reportedly, there have been developers inside Microsoft that have said, this new Kinect has taken as much money to develop as the Xbox One. You can't throw that away for, oh, only a, you know, maybe half or a fraction of your console install base will have this peripheral. That does not encourage any good game developer to develop Things for the Connect to it's have. It's hard to say, but with the reception the original Connect got, they shouldn't have done that. Oh, exactly. It's absolutely their fault in the first place for trying to force it on everyone and saying, this is the future. We know what the future is. Now you will embrace this future, and it's required. Mm. Yeah. All the tech in that Connect really makes me excited. And then all this kind of things that are going on with it, like the never off, really off, always watching the room kind of stuff, really makes me a little antsy. But I just kind of got the idea about like a game. You remember Eternal Darkness for the GameCube, maybe? Mm-hmm. And how it really kind of messed with you. Well, uh, wouldn't it have? Wouldn't it have been great if, like, during a game, they had actually made it so the Kinect's eye would glow red? That would be pretty great. Just I'll- like the game's messing with you, and then all of a sudden it just goes. I can't let you do that. <laughs> and then the Kinect's eye would glow, and you're just kind of like, oh. Well, see, that could work. I mean, you've seen that you know the Kinect has the ability to tell the player's heart rate. Mm-hmm. So that's like yep. wireless. It could have done things. Eternal Darkness. I know they're doing mm-hmm. Starter. I'm just saying. If it was required for gameplay... Oh, and it was just like reading hard. your heart rate like on the couch and mess with you that would have been great but now that it's not required it's like why yeah like you said god, if you, god if you could do connect games where it senses your heart rate and do horror games built around those kind of things mm-hmm. ooh, I'm just thinking what Kojima would do what because <laughs> he had fun like with memory cards and Controller port twos and crap. WKD yeah. would Kojima do? <laughs> yeah, right. 
And I was, this is like a, a reversal, you know, I chalk up another one to the X-Bone and the PR adventure nightmare that continues, but this is it's kind of a strange one. I mean, it's good for the people who, you know, didn't want this to be required, you know, for the simple thing of like, I don't know, making the system work. But if it's going to become another connect situation where only part of the install base has it when it's optional, and if they do a Xbox One release that doesn't include it, yeah, you're just placing no faith in your game developers, and you're kind of just limiting that that growth that could use this much improved device. Mm-hmm. I don't we got know. a lot of discussion out of that, and I didn't think we would. No, yeah. So yeah, that means we gotta make the rest of the show shorter because we're coming up on about half an hour left of here. Um, the third outline here is the rumor that Amazon is making an Android console. Hey guys, how did Ouya go? How did how did that do? Not good. Uh, uh, Ouya has its own problems. Amazon is a big thing out there. Yes, it's so an Android Amazon is a big thing too. Company. Yeah, so like this is not Ouya being created by you know. Some developers out, and I don't actually know anything about Ouya, really, because I never really followed it. That was kind of Tony and Buzz's thing for a little while. And, however, if Amazon creates a console, an Android console, I don't know. Amazon's got a lot of money, that's for sure. It's being reported by Game Informer, saying it's going to be out by the end of the year with its own controller. Android apps already on its app store. Uh, Tony, I would say, you know, are we going to see Mutant Mole Mayhem on this if it happens? <laughs> but we don't well, it's know. It's, it's, it's a rumor, so. Well, yeah, I, I don't think it's... <laughs> I, I, I'd, be, I'd be hard-pressed to say no to that, wouldn't you say, Tony? Because it's already made for Android? I guess so. Console <laughs> version. Yeah, console version, man. Just make a little cursor and stuff. That ain't up to me anymore. And our programmer moved to Cali, so I don't know what's going on with any of that anymore, to be honest with you. It's only there temporarily, right? I don't know. Yeah, you'll figure it out. But then, again, you can just find a different programmer. You used to probably have all the code and stuff. Or he can send it to you. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about something else. (laughs) Let's not talk about how our dreams and aspirations haven't been going that well. Let's talk about other stuff. Sorry, the the concept of Android makes me allergic. (laughs) Yeah, that was a... Uh... Well, I mean, there's apparently some precedent here because uh, David Holmes, who was the executive producer for Gears of War 3 and Quantum Break, recently joined Amazon. So maybe there's the thought that, you know, making games for this new device. I don't know, this Probably. is what we, we want to throw out there. Like it, Look out for it. it. It seems like an important deal. I mean, we were, when we were talking about, you know, Ouya, when the Kickstarter was breaking records back in those days, and... Now we know kind of what happened to it. Uh, it's something interesting. I mean, Amazon does have money. It could succeed. I mean, I think, you know, another company behind it, you'd question it. Like, oh, Somebody's yeah. Somebody's going to jump in this console race, whether it be Steam or Apple oh, or somebody. Yeah. Someone's going to jump in and stay in, but it hasn't happened yet because no one's smart. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Amazon might smart. engage the hell out of this. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good mm. point. Well, speaking of Apple and you know going to phones, you guys haven't seen this yet, but it's a, it's a little game. It's called Send Me to Heaven. 
from the developers named Carrot Pop. Not Carrot that. Pop. Carrot Pop. Where the instruction ah. is to... <laughs> what? What? Ah, Luigi. Why is that a... What? The That's... game... That's amazing. The main instruction is to throw your phone as high as you can. It will measure how high the phone traveled and basically upload it to leaderboard scores. you got to try to beat your record. Send me to heaven. Me being your phone. You know, when I, I, this is one of those cases where I didn't click it beforehand and I thought it was just going to be some horribly like messed up like sexy game. Mm-hmm. Send me to heaven. Like a, like a this is just hilarious. Yeah, it's yeah. Just the hilarity of the week. I don't it's know. It's just, uh, hmm. Just, I, I want to put it on a trampoline. Yeah. So Apple has removed this from their store because it would encourage behavior that would result in damage to the user's device. However, it is on the Google Play Store for Android devices. Hold on. <laughs> Tony, are you going to play Send Me to Heaven right here? I might toss it up a little bit, but I'm not going to throw it into the sky above a concrete floor, no. <laughs> but please, I've got to see this. Please download this and let's play Send Me to Heaven. You can play it. I've got I've Stream got it. iPhone. <laughs> I mean, I could toss it, but I'm not going to. Oh, it's the first thing when you click Send. <laughs> yep, there it is. All right. Tony will now be playing, once it downloads... Send me to heaven. There's a lot of five stars. Nice. It's a pretty great concept for a game. I mean, if you're okay with damaging your phone. Just little little, to- little tosses here oh and there. Oh my god, this top review. Installed this app earlier today, went in for blood work later on, and I have been diagnosed with HIV. Five out of five, great app. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how those top comments go. I'm excited for you to, to play it and see how high you can get. Pick your name. Butts. <laughs> Balls Villa. <laughs> I like this comment. Throwing see, a, Warning! Throwing a smartphone high into the air may result in both damage to the smartphone property and or your personal injury. Okay. <laughs> Agree. See, it could hit you happened. in the eye. Throw your, throw your phone as high as you can. Whoop. meters. There you go. Wait, what? Well, I don't know. 0.28 meters. meters. Oh, point. I I, I heard 28 meters. I'm like, no. No, (laughs) No, dude. Tony, really? I thought you said it was a little hop. Come on, try again. You can beat 0.28 meters. I ain't going this very high, okay? (laughs) You know you can beat 0.28 meters. That's world top 10. 5.19 Five points. Forty-four point nineteen meters. Holy crap! Okay, someone purchased an air cannon and just sent that thing. <laughs> sent that thing literally to heaven. Number ten's name uh, is burrito. It's what? Burrito. Burrito. <laughs> Number eight is Kai, and I hope that's not my lady friend <laughs> in Canada. Kai, don't throw your phone. <laughs> don't don't that throw was your silly. phone. That was silly. Don't don't send your your See, phone to heaven. 
I, I kind of like this comment on Kutaku from The Long Dark Road. He says, See, Apple needs to protect their users from their own stupidity. Google says, if they're going to be this stupid, they don't deserve a phone. Yeah. That's amazing. Anyway. That's Apple, because fuck personal responsibility. <laughs> we have uh, some of our headlines that didn't make the cut, but we got to touch on a touch on them briefly. Touch. Don't mm. touch. Um, on PlayStation 4, the sharing and streaming feature will be free, but not on the Xbox One. Neither on Netflix that, or... putting that behind the gold paywall. Well, yeah, that makes sense, though. Because Xbox better... always throws yes. something... Xbox throws all of their features behind the gold paywall, so... It doesn't make it right. No, but it's what they do. Mm-hmm. I'm, so, I'm, so, I, I'm surprised it is free on the PS4. Well, you, uh, is... you still can't play with your friends online without the PS- play PlayStation Plus, so you're not going to show you owning all the noobs through your yeah, streaming. True, but you're but it's, like to... a, it's like a console function. There's a fucking button on the controller for it. <laughs> It'd yeah. be really weird if it's like, hey, you should uh, get PlayStation Plus. Yeah, you got to pay more yeah. to use that, that button. You know, Just pretty, every, time, yeah. every time you accidentally hit it, like it prompts like in the middle of your game, like, hey, you should buy a... <laughs> Either that or just... <laughs> On that on that point, it's just pretty much they're kind of forced to make it free. Yeah, no, that, that's that's true. It's kind of like I, I got like, to make, make go the ahead. point also that you stream on PlayStation Four just mm. much inferior for games compared to Twitch. Like that's I like to me, that's the face on the Xbox. To me, like that's the one thing they got right is that Twitch partnership. Like that's a big deal. Yeah, although it you is. Know, I'm you, know, you know that you know that footage was fake because it said. Killer Instinct better on Connect, <laughs> and it was like, "This is so dope, yo!" You know that was a case of uh, Sony Intel got wind of that, like, "Oh, they're doing streaming. We should do streaming." And it's like they got Twitch, and they were like, "Shit!" <laughs> <laughs> they could do What's live that? stream. I don't know. I could see live stream. Anyway, also a uh, Valve tour because the Dota Two finals uh, took place, so they had people. You know, visiting Valve's communities, and there was a picture of a a board that was taken here with different members that had you know, different accomplishments and all that. One of these says, in brackets, Source Two changed L4D3's test networking unit test to use the dev test level again. Ran assert free ellipses. Yep. So uh, looks like. You know, we got some employees working on different things, and that kind of confirms not only Left 4 Dead 3, but the Source Half-Life 2. Three? Yeah, no. I, I, I think... You can add another tweet that is Half-Life 3 out yet. No. Yeah. But yeah, Source like 2, like, I'm not yeah. entirely surprised about, because the Source engine has really run its course. It's It's... it's yeah, it's run its course. That's a good it, way. It, 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 it's like, well, you know, we, we had the Unreal Engine for, like, Unreal 3 engine for a long time, but we're moving on to Unreal 4 territory. Source needs to start picking up and going, okay, there's things we can't do with this anymore. We need to move on. You think, though, Half-Life 3 would be the game to debut and show off what Source 2 engine can do? 
and that that's probably why they haven't that's probably why they haven't showed off Source Engine 2. This is just a, you know, someone caught sight of Left 4 Dead 3 and Source 2. Half-Life 3 could be work, being worked on as well, because uh. I don't think... <laughs> I don't think freaking Valve works on one game at a time. Uh. <laughs> Either Half-Life 3 is going to be made or, with Source 2, or it's not going to be made at all. I but wanted to I laugh imagine... just when you said Half either Half Life Three is going to be made. I was just going to be like, ah, <laughs> that'll be the day. It's, I, I think it'll be made. I just, I'm just not like, I'm not invested in the Half Life trilogy like some people are. I got, I'm in Half Life uh, Two Episode One. I think it is yeah. or Episode Two. I don't remember which episode. What the last episode of those. That's too- and then I kind of stopped because I'm just like I just don't want to deal with more head crabs right now. It was a <laughs> well, certain I would have done it. it. I, I keep looking at those games and I'm like, that looks cool. And this was a long time ago. I'm like, oh wait for three to come out. Little did I know. <laughs> yeah. And it never did. Yeah, it's just like I just didn't get to the end of Half Life Two Episode Two, so I'm just kind of like, oh. And Half-Life 3 never seems to be coming out. And I'm like, I'll just wait. I don't have much further to go. I lost all my save data, but, you know, I just get to start from Half-Life 2, Episode 2, so that's not that bad. It just seems like of all the games that could have been teased, of all the games that could have broken the Curse of Threes for Valve, this was the one? That's it's kind of disappointing. But yeah, Source yeah. 2 is definitely exciting. I mean, they can surely do great things with all this new technology. Well, it's not the one they wanted us to find out from. So. Right, right, right. Um, and then the other story here is that PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale has gone through a tumultuous history after it uh, was released. It did not have that good of sales, just barely broke a million sales. Uh, Superbot had its ties cut from Sony Computer Entertainment. Uh, Santa Monica Studios picked up some DLC. There was going to be a Journey Gravity Rush stage that looked actually pretty cool, but that's not happening. Uh, the DLC door has closed, though they can make some uh, you know free costumes that can you know go out for DLC. But I mean, no characters, no new stages, and then there's this thing with like mobile game for PlayStation All Stars that. I, who cares at this point? I mean, it was an interesting idea that borrowed from a concept that we loved, and the the gameplay style of relying on the supers only to kill moves, and so the combos are only for the point of you know gaining super meter, is not as inherently fun as the you know platform knock-off-based gameplay of Smash. Your moves only matter 5% of the time. Because yeah. those are the only ones yeah. that get your points. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm just kind of thinking about it. It's like, you know, a mobile version probably would have been a much smarter idea. That's a good point. Because you would have had the mobile Smash Bros. clone, and there wasn't a mobile Smash Bros. clone out yet. Mm-hmm. And so you would have had, you know... You would have had something out there before Smash Brothers Four, and it's like that's that would have been your zone right mm-hmm. there. You know what? That's probably what you, how you would have made that game work. 
You know what? They should have just made it exactly the same as Smash Brothers. They would have got flack, but they would have also got a lot of money. They would have. Yep, absolutely. I no. would have gotten a lot of flack, and no one would care because it'd be like, "Oh my god, it's still fun." Yeah. Oh, I, I'm not, not tripping. Oh my god. Here's what they really could have done. You could have held on to the game because you were trying to rush it and force it into a holiday season where it was a little weak. But the rush nature of the game kind of showed. And you could have just held on to this game and have it been a PlayStation 4 launch title. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I'm just saying. We were talking about this game when it was first released. Like, wait, really? End of the year? They should delay it, right? Oh, no, oh. you're really coming out with it at the end of the year. Okay. And that, that happened. Anyway, uh... Out recently, uh, Tales of Zelia is also yeah. It's here's Tales of Zelia. Uh, Decaf has mentioned like make sure you bring it up. I'm like I thought I had it in there. Pikmin three was uh, out on August fourth. That was you know just after we did our, our last podcast. Um, I wish I could tell you more about it. A lot of sminges seem to enjoy it. It's getting pretty good reviews. I watched Dark play it, mm-hmm. and like it pretty much looks like well that was a good improvement. The game. Yeah, like from all the other predecessors, like it just looks way better in all kinds of different aspects. Having a map on hand all the time is pretty awesome too. That's that's a great idea for sure. That's the that's the gamepad for you. Uh, Dragon's Crown is a game for PlayStation Three and PlayStation Vita. It's the one with the questionable art style, with the ridiculously curvaceous women, but also now, super buff men. Okay, and now her- you say questionable art style, but I'd say character designs because that art style is really no, beautiful. Oh, no, you're right. That's a, that's a better way of putting it. Because that's like the Odin Sphere, uh, Muramasa. Muramasa. Yeah, the, that team, and it's beautiful. <laughs> I can't say. Uh, but it's- I saw the girl with the boobies too, and I'm like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Then they did the guys who muscular and hairy and all that. So mm. I know it's it it doesn't solve it, but. Yeah. But the game is, yeah, supposed to be really good. Mm-hmm. My fr- uh, Quinn's enjoying the hell out of it, but I just saw the booby girl, and I'm like, I don't think I would play that. <laughs> good <laughs> on you, though. I'm sure like, it's fun. A bunch of games coming out for PS3. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like Tales of Zelia, mm. which is out. It's uh, I think it's two-player characters, so two different uh, campaigns to go through. It's Tales. Like, if you like it, you should play it. And yeah. probably really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Symphonia, so... Mm. There you go. Uh, Brothers, A Tale yeah. of Two Sons kicks off the Summer of Xbox Live Arcade. Uh, oh, that a pretty nice graphical style. Uh, basic, you know, simple but effective story. Do you know uh, how it controls? Yeah, so it's you have two brothers, and you control... You know, one with the left analog stick, one with the right analog stick. And you do actions with the respective uh, triggers. Yeah. yeah. And it's a neat little idea. Uh, Grumps, Continue, and uh, Gerard like, all did a video on it, too. That's right. And I think Microsoft actually reached out to them. Yeah. For us. That's, that's pretty cool. All of Dead Space funny, 3, funny. but the Grumps yeah. didn't crap on it this time. It, it made me want it, but maybe <laughs> wait for the Steam release. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree. Because Xbox 360, when those games aren't going to transfer over, like, why should I get digital 
versions anymore for those games. Uh, Mario and Luigi Dream Team. Well, let's do, you know, say Payday 2. Uh, that's out. You know, Payday was yeah. successful, you know, heist-based uh, gameplay. So it's got a newer one. It's kind of a quick turnaround for a sequel, I think. But you know, it seems to be doing okay so far. Uh, but I wanted you to get to touch on Mario and Luigi Dream Team. It's so fun. It's so fun. There's a... You go to this island, and there's, like, special pillows that let you go to a dream world, and you go in Luigi's dreams, and you get all kinds of, like... They have the standard Mario and Luigi battle system from the previous games, where it's just, like, jump. And uh, when you go in the dream, you uh, Luigi, like, joins Mario's power, and, like, you jump, and when you do your second jump, there's a bunch of, like silhouettes of luigi's following you and then like 10 luigi's like land on the other surrounding enemies sounds like kirby mass attack at the end there yeah a little bit it's really fun uh the story's Mm. really good uh they were emphasizing badges a little bit in the nintendo direct and they worked just like they did in the previous game but i kind of miss how they worked in like the first and second game i think where they were just like buffs but now it's just like you get a little meter and you get it up but uh, it's solid, just like the other ones. It's a lot of fun. The The thing that's getting me the most with this game is there's little achievement things in it where it gives you points based on the achievement that you do, and then you get, like, gear if you do them all. Hmm. And most of them consist of getting 10 excellence in a row, which excellence is, like, uh, when you do a timed attack, like, yeah. perfectly, which I've gotten every time with the jump commands. I can do that. But the worst is uh, it's called no-hitter where you go to an area and you got to not get hit 10 times in a row, which is fucking difficult. Uh, that sounds it. It and, mm, Well, it sounds difficult, but and if you're good at these games, you're No, not it's to get just... Hit. <laughs> you're, yeah, but... I, and I don't get hit that much, but there'll be that one in 10. Yeah. Which is like, derp, I move different. You haven't seen this move yet. <laughs> yeah, I understand where you're coming from that one. I just remember Partners in Time being just like, you get hit twice, you're dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Partners in Time was so hard, but you know, I it's such a black sheep of the series. It really it's is. Though. It's, it's it's good though. It's a solid series. If you haven't checked any of them out, you should yeah. totally like look up Superstar and work your way yes. out. They're all fantastic. Superstar is the best, just simply because it just introduces the series perfectly. Mm-hmm. They're all really really fun games. It was like mm-hmm. the, one of the producers behind Mario RPG like has a hand in it. He like did an interview with IGN recently, and they kept talking about Mario RPG. And he's like, "You guys sure like Mario RPG, huh?" Hmm. And uh, they were talking about, "Yeah, it'd be fun to go back to that world." And he had a really good comment about, "Well, I always try to make up new worlds and new ideas when I go along, which is really good. Like that's a good trait to have." Yeah, as a no, definitely. Yeah. But he does say that he wish he did have that his other part of his brain where he calls back a little bit to nostalgia a little more. There's little bean people walking around the island you're on, which is nice <laughs> from the first game. But yeah, it's really fun. Check it out if you haven't. Good to know. All right, let's get to our soapbox here. We have about 15 minutes left of the show. Uh, mine is on, and I'm, I'm, I kind of wanted to just you know rant a little bit on this. It could have easily been a headline, uh, but Pokemon X and Y, we had heard about Mewtwo's mysterious form and there were you know questionable you know thoughts on that new form some people liked it 
Some people like me really did not like it, but you know, we were going to see like, oh, how is it going to be used? Well, now we know. It's a concept called Mega Evolutions in Pokemon X and Y for the sixth generation of games. And it's 0. not 41 meters. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> it's it's not just the Mega Evolution of Mewtwo where he becomes wait for it, Mega Mewtwo. Not there three. are there are other Pokemon that have Mega forms, such as Mega Lucario, Mega Blaziken. Uh, you have Mega Magikarp. <laughs> not Mega, Mega Mag- Man. Wait. Try to remember all of them here because this article doesn't have all. There's a uh, mega. Go that stupid, not Pikachu rat. That's stupid. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, we can talk about that too. They also revealed three new Pokemon. One of them is the pre-evolution of Go Goat. Uh, then you have a little bunny, <laughs> and then the the Pikachu clone for this generation looks more like Pikachu than any of the others. His name is Deden. And that's like seriously, ridiculous. the tail, whiskers, and ears look pasted on. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. Skiddo is the pre-evolution of Go Goat, and Bunnelby is the little one there. Anyway, uh, the other Mega Pokemon: Mega Ampharos, Mega Mawile, Mega uh, Mega Kangaskhan was revealed at the Pokemon World Championships in Vancouver. Uh, so, so that happens, and. The concept of the Mega Evolutions is not a permanent thing. They have to hold a stone. So for Lucario, has to hold Lucario Knight. And you, know, you attach Lucario Knight to this, you know, this Lucario, and Lucario in battle becomes Mega Lucario. Uh, looks different. You know, it's kind of like a slightly increased. Power level, I guess. You increase the strength of your attacks in general. Uh, may gain a new ability. Some types may change. Uh, so, for example, Mega Mawile, with the back, the hair is terrifying. That's the stuff nightmares are made of. You know, Mawile is always just a steel Pokemon, but it was called the fairy Pokemon. So now, with fairy type, Mega Mawile is steel and fairy. Um, apparently only one Mega Pokemon on a team, so you can't have all Mega Pokemon. It's going to be interesting to see how this tweaks, maybe breaks the metagame of competitive Pokemon video games. Because if you saw the World Championships, I mean, that's that was a great, you know, Masters Class final there. Um, and another... Are you pissed about this? Well, I, I, I got I to kind of elaborate on a little more things, because some of these... Things are a little interesting here. First of all, you have the Mega Blaziken. You get a limited time offer when the game comes out. You can get a Torchic and Blaziken Knight or whatever. So you get that as a download, basically, and you you can grow up with a Torchic. And then when it becomes Blaziken, it can become Mega Blaziken. Also, Kangaskhan, like I said, was revealed at World Championships. Uh, The baby comes out of the pouch. And basically follows up whatever attack Kangaskhan does, but with less power. So Mega Kangaskhan can attack twice, but it's not like double damage. It just does an attack, say, you know, Mega Punch or whatever it uses. And then the baby uses Mega Punch, but at a decreased power level. Which um, can get around things like Sturdy. Absolutely. So that, that may be a way of getting around, around that. 
What do I think of it, though? Good question. I am cautiously positive. I think this could become a kind of ridiculous game-breaking thing. I, I guess I like how it's only temporary. It makes sense that it's, you know, the only one per party, so you can't just load up and just be ridiculous. Um, people have been saying it's kind of like Digimon. It's definitely oh, kind of like Digimon. You know, <sighs> Blaziken evolves into Mega Blaziken. Yeah, that's that's kind of ridiculous. Yep. Um, what I, I'm not too keen on is how they've chosen these Pokemon. Why these Pokemon? Why not every Pokemon? Are you concerned that you're going to get, like, Agronite or Charizardite, Raichuite type, oh my whatever? God. Charizardite probably will change his Fire Flying to Fire Dragon. Yeah, you know it. Oh, but I like, would be okay with this. But, like, why hasn't this happened? I'm, I'm curious why only these Pokemon... And I hope it doesn't become a game-breaking thing. I'm open to new ideas. So I'm overall positive about it. I still don't like how Mega Mewtwo looks. But that's just my personal taste. I hope you have to, like, trigger it a weird way in battle. Like, when you, like, trigger a transformation in a fighting game character or something. No, it's not going to do that. But it's still going to be But that would be awesome, like, it's tournaments. Like, oh, Mega Charizard! (laughs) It's going to be a transformation sequence, like, every single time, probably. As long as it's not like a Sailor Moon one, you'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. Or it's skippable. And so, that's that brings me to my point on this whole thing. It's just kind of like, I don't like that it's only in battle. I wish you could mega, evo- like, mega evolution them and just keep them like that. Because why are you ever going to want them to not be? Because it makes it another stage of evolution that they've never done. That kind of seems strange. I mean, going back into babies is one thing, but like... A basic Pokemon, and then it evolves three times. That's kind of strange. Also, they have new uh, training mechanisms, like super training and core training, where you can basically raise uh, EVs in a way that you can... Not like not the Pokemon, but the effort values in a way that you can uh, actually kind of visualize them and probably even have them be a little quicker. So that's interesting. I'm sorry I'm ranting too long about Pokemon, but... Mega Evolutions was kind of a big deal in the Pokemon world recently, and uh, I'm cautiously positive about it. It could be really game-breaking if, you know, abused improperly, and I'm curious why why these Pokemon? Why not more? The only thing I want to see is the ability to skip the transformation sequence every battle. That would be nice. Because if you are leading off with a Mega Blaziken or something like that, and you're just walking through grass... <laughs> Alright, another 30 seconds. <laughs> it's a Pidgey! <laughs> I'll, I'll go quick for mine. Okay. Uh, I'm a big... I, I talked about this a little bit on Read the Manual, the episode 70, which go listen to that, by the way. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, they're making an American uh, remake of this Korean film uh, called Old Boy. And it just looks not as good so i say this with and i don't like go say like ever go watch a movie on this show or anything but please watch the korean version of old boy 
there's a version of it on Netflix with like dubbed over English audio if you're into that too. <laughs> but it is probably the best movie I've ever seen and I would hate for people to like see this version before, you know, they see the original version cuz the original is amazing. So go no, see Go ahead. Talking about Korean movies and stuff like that. The good, the bad, and the weird. Yeah. See that too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a Korean, another Korean movie, so it's kind of like you just go see that too and too. Actually, I heard that like that was in a list of like Korean movies Atticus wanted me to watch or something, and he said that was his favorite. It it, it probably it probably is. But old boy's really good too. I don't. I haven't. I can't speak for the other one. And go listen don't to Tony on RTM. Hollywood. Yeah, it's good. Good times with those guys. Super. And listen to Tony on Superfluous. Yeah. Pacific Rim. There you I'm go. everywhere. <laughs> Superplex should be up tonight, too. Doing all the and things. Then, and then I'm everywhere, even even if it's just a name. Yeah, that's true. Super, 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 super. <laughs> What's your uh, Superbox? Why couldn't these be Super Evolution? <laughs> you already needed me to kill in that dead PlayStation game. Uh, I want to talk about The Legend of Zelda 2 Link's Adventure. Me and this game have always had a complicated relationship. It existed, and I pretended it didn't. Uh, and so, but I bought every Zelda game that is on the 3DS and is available, and it's all on my SD card. So, eventually, you know, I'm considering to myself, I'm like, I'm going to run out of Zelda games here. I really need to get this out of the way. So, I went and I beat Legend of Zelda again. And that was stupid hard, because I really didn't want to walk all the way back up to Ganon. But I didn't have any potions left, and I was walking in there with three hearts. Mm. So, it was basically me running around in circles, going, oh god, oh god, don't hate me. Oh god, just stabbing the air because I know you still get hit by him if he manages to teleport right next to you. Mm. And I'm just like, I hit him three times and I just spam arrows and I'm like, wait, you have to hit him four times? What is this BS? <laughs> and I walked out of there and, you know, <laughs> I finally beat him and I walked through the doors and just think to myself, God, I'm going to have to listen to this horrid beeping sound as I have a half a heart left <laughs> as, as I'm going to save Zelda. And of course, I switched over to my uh, to my candle and beat fire with fire. Because for those who don't know, when you go into the Zelda's room, she's covered in like fire around her. So I just throw out my fire, and it clashed with the uh, fire that was already in the room, and it just canceled it out. Hmm. They, they so did that like, in Rumps to hilarious effect as well. Yeah, I'm just like, guys, you just stab with a sword. You stab with a sword. He's just like, I'm gonna use fire with fire. I'm like, oh my god. And then it actually works. I'm like. <gasps> That's genius. You should see uh, Ego play Sunshine without pressing the B button. He's finding some convoluted solutions to some of these shot sprites, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, I must be recent. I've been trying to catch up and stay with that series. Oh, God, yeah. The freaking blooper. That, too. I don't, I don't know I don't how know. he did that still. Yeah. That one didn't make any sense. No, but... I have a fast way to do that, but that was not it. <laughs> yeah. But Zelda 2, freaking, like, I started it, and I'm like, God, I hate this game. God, I really shouldn't be playing this game. And it's just so weird. And as I'm playing with it, I'm starting to see things that I'm just like, 
Oh, you don't really just, you don't really see that kind of thing in a NES game. It's, that's that's kind of weird. I kind of like that. Yeah. And I'm playing it, and I'm starting to really kind of get into just how intricate this game is. And I just beat this, I guess, second palace. It could have been the third or the fourth. I don't know. Mm, I think you know when you get to the third. The third is when everyone says, like, the game hits a stupid difficulty wall at Death Mountain. Okay, so, okay, then I took a, it was the second one, because I was in Death Mountain for a little bit, then I, like, turned back. Because I'm just like, I don't, isn't Death Mountain the end game? Am I in the end game area? I don't think so. so. I need to turn, no. So I need to turn around and go back to Death Mountain. That's fine. Because I'm really good at killing things now. And, like... I haven't heard that it's universally hated. I heard it's, like, yeah. not, like, I've heard some people like it, so... It's definitely a game that you have to play through for a while and you know i didn't really start to give it credit until i forced myself through the uh about halfway through the second uh palace there's six palaces and i got myself through the second pal halfway through the second palace and i'm like i'm starting to really experiment with the game trying to figure things out and i'm just kind of like oh there's other ways you can do these things it's not just this, 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 and you're playing kind of a roulette with some enemies. Because, you know, the shield is really used. And if you keep forgetting that, you will lose. But if you remember that the shield actually works as a shield, you can block incoming attacks, like projectiles and all that. You don't have to jump and dodge and all that other stuff. It starts really becoming a very deep experience, and I'm really starting to enjoy it. And... In that essence, I'm just kind of like, I'm starting to understand where the ideas for Skyward Sword comes from, and why Skyward Sword is kind of a divisive game for a lot of people. Because uh, it's definitely a Link's Awakening kind of game. You really have to focus on, you know, shield and sword play a lot more than you did in other games. So Just get here to have four fairies in reserve and you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Except for you don't... God, it is... Talk about a game that really screws with you. Like, I'm playing on the 3DS, so I've got the save state kind of stuff. And there's a point where I realized where I just wasn't going to put up with some things. And it's just as much of a punishment to reload a save state than it is to die. Because <laughs> you have to go through all of these slow menus that don't need to be this slow. Mm-hmm. But when I went up against the boss... I didn't realize I was on my last life. Oh. And when I went up against Vost, I threw a save state down of me with a, just a fraction of a health. You couldn't even see it. <laughs> so I had to defeat the boss using save states, essentially not getting hit. And that's when I started to really appreciate the shield. Because I'm just like, oh, it's impossible, I can't do it. Then I did this jump where I accidentally blocked all three attacks that were coming from this boss at once. And I'm just like... The shield. I'm invincible! (laughs) And I started, I did the high jump spell and I started bouncing around, just blocking everything, and I'm just like having a great time. But yeah, it's definitely one of those things. It's like, it's such a deep experience if you stop playing it as like a Zelda game that you've known, like Link to the Past or the original, and start playing it as its own kind of game separate from the series, but still part of the series, obviously. But. It's such a deep game, and it's actually pretty rewarding to just play. So I don't hate Zelda 2 anymore, but I still hate it. 
because it's so <laughs> just in different ways. Yes. Well, well still bear still bear in mind that Zelda Two is a game that Miyamoto has you know out and named a bad game that he has made. Yeah, but just keep that in mind. I would keep that in mind, but it goes against Miyamoto's normal like thought process. Like, think about how Miyamoto makes games. He's always got these learning curve kind of games. And that's all that's always been true with like every game you look at that he's been a part of. Everyone has you know, that really easy first level kind of stuff. Zelda makes sense how you get to the first dungeon. It's just kinda of like you're following a, a route that you kind of are allowed to go around and then you just kinda of stumble upon the first area very easily. Yeah. And the same can be said for like Mario One and uh well, you could kind of say about Mario 2, but Mario 2 is kind of like, if you think about it, old school DLC. Yeah. But 3 kind of had that uh, that feel as well. So everything that Miyamoto tends to work on kind of has that learning curve. This game doesn't at all. Mm-hmm. It it just, like, pounds you, like, as soon as you walk in, right in the face. And then you go recharge at a you know, horse house, so... Yeah, and I, every single time I'm just like, this is this is a whore. This is a whore. <laughs> I yeah. am error. <laughs> exactly, and just it's such against Miyamoto's normal philosophy about games that I can see him saying it being called a bad game. The more I play it, though, the less I can see it as a bad game. It's a very solid game. It's just so. It's like it's the old school Nintendo hard just amped up into a game that is hard in a fair way. You were given all the tools to like destroy this game. You just have to be on your game. Interesting. To beat it. So, I would definitely put Zelda 2 as a very good game. Very frustrating game. I still haven't figured out how to get an extra life. You get mm. three lives, and Link then you head. game over. Yeah, I know, right? Just linkheads everywhere you haven't noticed. <laughs> No, like, that's another thing in this game. There is no, like, there's no health drops. You can only go to the whorehouse or find a fairy on the world map, which is a complete random thing, and then the fairy could run away from you. So, like, Mm. there's only two ways to get health back, and you start really, really, like, managing your health really well. Like, I I can't do this. And, like, full health, you know, I have yet to find a single health drop. There's only magic drops. Every so often... I've been walking through a field or a forest and then all of a sudden like <laughs> the, the screen will go into the area and then, oh, I, I found a fairy. C- cool? So, yeah, there's no so should we still do metagame? I was going to say, we're going to skip metagame because we're running out of time on the show, so maybe we'll do that when we get guests. Maybe that yeah. might be a thing. Uh, let's yeah. do a YouTube video recommendation to wrap up the show. Super, you got a YouTube video for us. Um, I did. Uh, I'm going to go with Mr. R's final brawl combo video. He said he was going to stop. It says this is the last one, and uh, I just need to go and find out what its actual name is. Mr. R, for, it, for anyone who doesn't know, is this super good, just Marth player. But he also has uh, Donkey Kong, and he has a Zero Suit Samus, and you see him sometimes as Meta Knight, but not very often. I just need to find out where that last, what his last one was called. 
Yeah, well, actually, you know, it's in the Michigan topic on Smashboard, so I'll just need to go and find that. So, Tony, give your recommendation. I'll give the name of the video in a second. JonTron finally put a video up. It's not an episode, but it's just called, like, State of Affairs. And he sings for a minute, and then Jock does, like, five funny outtakes. Oh, my God. Those Jock things slayed me. Oh, my God. He would not cooperate. <laughs> he pooped. He pooped. Yeah. I wish he would do a full cover of that. He said he would, but then he didn't. Big surprise. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, <laughs> it was good to see John again because it's been a while. His, I, I'm trying to remember the quote, but the thing at also at the end was like, "On my grave." <laughs> that, that was also <laughs> something that made me laugh out loud. It was, it was a good video. Needed to be done. Yep. He's working. Uh, my video is a long video, so you know, sit down if you have like an hour or 15 minutes to spare. Under the YouTube account Silver Mania Show, who is part of the Underbelly team, it's the roast of the angry video game nerd. Uh, mm. It was done at the Too Many Games convention, which was just before E3 in June of 2013. Uh, not too many notable people because of the screw attack gaming convention and e3 and all that uh but two of the standouts were brentel floss and keith apicary roasting uh james rolf so a good mm-hmm. watch uh, a good roast uh, especially if you you know grew up watching avgn stuff like i did so yeah. did you find the title of that video I have not, but I did find, uh, I did remember a different video, which also doesn't have a, a freaking uh, title for it at the moment. But uh, it's uh, like 50, 30 different Captain Falcon. Oh, yep. Yep. Yeah, 30 different Captain Falcon just final smashes. Oh, you know what? I'm looking at the wrong topic. Good job. We'll just throw that on there for now. <laughs> We'll do that one. Yeah. And, you know, check check our show notes because we have all the links to the, the stories that we've discussed. Uh, we also have links to all these videos here and just a, a pretty full outline of things overall that we cover here in about an hour and a half. Guys, thank you for your time. You know, good episode. we got a couple more weeks left of summer vacation for most people. Oh, yeah. Summer vacation. That—that's a thing. That is a thing. I had to go back to school technically because I have my last semester where I have to do my thesis project. We I gotta pay money for that to get my master of arts. That's. Mm, that's a. Uh, hmm. Yeah, be I got tough. for you, dude. It's gonna, it's gonna be tough. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> my, my girlfriend turned into the moon. That, that's that's rough, buddy. Well, Dang. on that on that note, on that bombshell. Oh, here's another last thing for you guys oh. to you know watch uh, watch in case you haven't because he's moving on to the next series. If we have oh. haven't done a Doug Walker's vlog. Oh man, he's cutting out. Doug. For what? for the Avatar vlogs for yeah. Doug Walker. Oh yeah, sorry, I do cut out when I'm scrolling through a page. I keep forgetting that. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, so you're that's my computer. This computer is so bad. But yes, I know the Avatar that's... vlogs that he did. The Avatar vlogs. Uh, 
just if you haven't seen those yet, go through them one by one and watch as he gets himself into the series and then his family. It's yep. a good, good series. I, I was keeping it, up with it pretty much every day and now like his page is one of like my uh top visited on my Firefox bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. I've never really visited that. Huh. There's a most visited tab right there. Hmm. Yeah, with that. With that on that bombshell, before Super gets a Kickstarter for a new PC, it's time to end. With that, I'm Yoko. I'm Super. Can I do that? I'm Tony. All right, we're out. Maybe. Find out more about this show and other podcasts at the Show Me Your News Network, where you can embrace your inner nerd over at showmeyournews.com. Fans can interact with other sminjas at the friendliest community on the net at showmeyournews.com slash forum. Show me your news! Sunday's the crazy go fun day, and there's like pie crews where you have crew battles. Where you have 3.14159 stocks? Close. No, you battle for pie. What? Yes. I, I want it on if this. You, if you win, Dude. you get your crew wins a pie. That's totally cool. Wow. That's, which uh, which that's... pie would you want if oh. you won mm-hmm. pie crews? Depends on the pie. He's getting like he's not getting a single. Well, that's the question. What kind of pie? He's getting all pies, all different flavors. There's not going to be one flavor that's the same. If you had to pick a flavor of pie, assuming he got every pie in existence, I'm a real simple guy. I want graham cracker crust and like just like a chocolate pudding with whipped cream on top. Chocolate pudding pie. I'd go cherry. See, I, 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 you'd think I I would love either of those. You think I'd love pie normally, but like. More than half the time, like, the only pie I can really muster eating is apple. Apple's one of my favorites, too. I don't understand people who like cake more than pie. I don't get that. I like, cake more, I like cake more than pie because, like, most fruit pies and stuff like that, it makes me sick. There's just, mm. like, there's the, the jelly sugar stuff just really gets to me, where a cake is, like, it's light and fluffy and, you know, there's still sugar, but, you know, it, it's contained in I, flour. Uh, I got a coworker uh, a crust cake, sure. and it had whipped uh, icing, which I'd never had before. And it oh. changed my life, dude. Yeah, I tied five. That minutes. shit. Mm. That shit was delicious. Yeah, like I, I like I understand the people who like pie a lot because like there's a lot of things to love. It just makes me sick. Well, yeah, that's and that's an understandable I, reason though. Like if I don't know, it's 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 one of those things. Like uh, and there's. This, the whole texture thing, it's just... I think uh, Tallahassee said it right best from Zombieland. Mm-hmm. I hate coconut. Not the flavor, it's the texture. Or not the taste, it's the texture. I hate both, so... Yeah. Well, yeah, it's no, just one of those things. It's like, like... I, I hate pie. Not the taste, it's the consistency. But people who are like, cake tastes better than pie. Like, I get you know, the, the texture and the, the fluffiness and... All that stuff, mm. but yeah, cake, cake doesn't pie, have that much. Pie, by almost definition, is going to taste better 
than it's going cake. to taste mm-hmm. more like dramatic. Pot cake definitely has more of a, <laughs> a mellow <laughs> taste. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like it, cake is solid. Yeah, cake cake is not solid. the texture. Yeah, <laughs> it's solid, <laughs> man. It's a very mellow taste compared compared to pie. Uh-huh. Like I, I love cake because it's a nice mellow flavor, and that's when you have your, uh, your icing and your whipped uh, buttercream frosting stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's where you get your like big flavor in a cake. Whereas with the pie, the whole big flavor is you know the selling point. Yes. And but it's just kind of like I really hate that jelly stuff inside of a pie most of the time. Like the stuff where that. There's fruit in it, that's good, but the gel that connects the fruit, the stuff they add to it to make it so it's, like, more consistent, the consistency is harder. It could be done poorly, yeah. Yeah, it it really reeks yeah, I'm heavy. sure there's, like, fucking amazing pie. Oh, yeah, sure. Like, but there's... Yeah, if done right, it's, like, fucking the shit, but... But if done right, you can say the same about cake. It's, like, fucking the yeah. shit. <laughs> I don't know, I'm worried today. Uh, Vigi Games? <laughs> Cookie cake's mm. good. Ooh, cookie cake is good. I like brownie. I like more brownie like cake. cake. Ice cream cake. All right, I think we can all. I think we can all say probably ice cream cake probably takes the cake on this one. Aha! I don't care for it, sir. You don't care for ice cream cake? Well, you're also the devil, so. (laughs) I rather have cake and ice cream like separate. I'd rather have his cake and eat it too. Well, I'm also a weirder person because whenever I get cake. I get it in a bowl so I could pour milk over it. Bowl. Bowl. That, that is bowl. weird. Yeah. Like, I, I put the cake in a bowl, and I pour milk over it, and half the time I just mush it up in the mm. in the milk and just have it absorb the milk. So it's just kind of like this... So soupy... you're saying it's a cake cereal. It's a cake cereal, yes. Wow. And, like, I get it with chocolate cake with peanut butter frosting, so it's like I'm eating some sort of... Oh man! Really, really so it's like, awesome. It's like Reese's cups, Reese's puffs, but in cake. Yes. And cereal. I think my and you brain, have and you have your milk right there. I think my brain just melted. Can we? When, we, you, when, you, when you eat yeah, it yeah, all, that's... all that's left is this like chocolate milk that you just get to sip. Can and we enjoy. podcast about video games now? Ah, uh, no, I, like I like talking now. I like talking about cake cast. Hi, cake cast. Show me your cake. But the cake is alive. P.O. Box your cake, too. <laughs> <laughs> we can't really call it Show Me Your Pie because then we have to do it and you know, not safe for work. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, let's start. And on that start note, it's time to stop. <laughs>